0: Talk some hockey right now with my buddy John Buccigrass from ESPN. Hello, Bucci. How are you?
1: Hey, Dale. Hey, Keith. Love the show. Listen all the time when I'm driving around rural Connecticut, killing time before I go to work.
0: We appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, That was kind of a butt kicking, wasn't it, in this entire series?
1: Yeah, it really was. You wonder how in the wide world of sports that the Hurricanes beat the Capitals um i got a couple of friends in the capitals organization I, i meant to text them last night and i forgot but i will today and ask them how in the wide world of sports did you lose to that team um but again what that's what's great about hockey is that it's an emotional sport and once you start gaining emotion it's a blood sport uh all of us who have played have never been as frustrated as when we play hockey it turns you into an absolute Animal and, and that's again, that's the emotion. So if you can ride that and bottle that, that's why we see eight beat ones, uh, seven beat twos in the Stanley Cup playoffs. We don't see it in the NBA because it's such an emotional sport. You can use that and you can thus get closer to the team you're playing with uh, who's better than you. So you get closer to them. You close the gap. They have an injury or two. They're a little flat. Then you can beat them. You can't beat them at their best, but you can beat them if they're down a notch and maybe get an injury like a T.J. Yoshi. Mm. And then because you're closer to start with because of that emotion, the Bruins have emotion and talent right now. All of us watching can feel the emotion,
2: feel the momentum. It seems like I'm having a real hard time finding any weakness on the Bruins because even when they won the Cup in 11, each round we were saying, oh, my God, they're winning despite a horrible power play. They couldn't score on the power play, but it ultimately didn't matter, and they won the whole thing. This team... Man, five-on-five, five, power play, shorthanded, obviously goaltending. It doesn't seem like they have a weakness right now.
1: Right. They have the big line. You love to have a big line. Uh, you know, in, in any city, so you love to have a big 3-4-5 in baseball. You love to have a great defensive or offensive line in football. Um, you know, so you have the top line. You have a Hall of Famer in Bergeron. Bergeron and Marchand will both have their numbers retired in the Raptors someday. If Pasternak is here for 15 years, he will, too. So, I mean, you're talking about three retired number guys on one line playing at the same time with, in their prime, the two guys. Pasternak, the young guy who can energize them and feed off their experience. So it's, it's that perfect combination. He could not have entered a better organization to enter in the league with. Use his talent, his humor, his, his exuberance, his eagerness, his earnestness, and then to feed off that experience. So he helps them. They help him, and that's perfect. And then, you, you know, the defense, again, same thing. You have, you have veterans, you have youth, and uh, even last night, Char is out, and they're actually quicker and faster, and they don't really miss him at all. He was really good in game three, and you like to have him, but they were so quick last night, and obviously Carolina was emotionally drained. You saw that early. This game was going to be a sweep. I wasn't sure going in, but Carolina was completely drained. The Bruins drained them in game three. That was their only chance, and then they were, they were done. They were toast.
0: In 2011, Tim Thomas became a legend in this city with his performance uh, leading the Bruins to a Stanley Cup, winning the Conn Smythe, but the numbers are irrefutable. Through the Eastern Conference Final this year, Tukarask has been better than Tim Thomas was in 2011.
1: Yeah, I thought Keith made a great point about how Thomas played goalie. It kind of made it, it made him such a, a carnival act to watch, he did kind of make the saves, look tougher than they were. He was never a great technical goalie. That's why he had a short spurt career. Again, he fed off that emotional factor that you can in hockey and have a run. And, uh, you know, Hashik was the same way. Hashik still might be the best, one of the best of all time, but the way he did it probably made him a bit, you know, I hate to hate the word overrated for Hasek because he might be top three, top five goalies all time. He was the first yoga instructor goalie. They used to be the guys who were the worst guys in shape, smoking darts not (laughs) practicing because their equipment stunk drinking narragansett uh and then they became yoga instructors like bendy gumby and that's and he was the first to do that and and that's all goalies now are as you know in amazing shape so yeah tuca is having an unbelievable postseason and the contempt and the cockiness that he was making glove saves last night. <laughs> yeah. He was literally not moving his body. He could not have had a quieter body. Well, Thomas would pull groin muscles making glove right. saves. He, he was just, I love that little brush your shoulder uh, you know, move to say whatever.
2: Unfortunately, there's been so much talk this postseason run about the officials and about replay, and whether it's the Bruins series or any of the series across the league, I'm less concerned about, oh, that's a roughing call, or that's a missed roughing call, but all this replay stuff, what, what do you think they can do to fix this? Whether it's a puck off the net or it's a hand pass, they they got to be able to figure this out.
1: I agree. Some of those are so quick. Get rid of the offside one. It's silly. You're still 50 feet from the net. You still have to do so many things, unless it's a breakaway, I guess. But I, you know, I don't know how you make that distinction. But it, it, so, so many more things have to happen after a minuscule offside. The, the, put, the shot over the glass usually takes 10 seconds. The glove pass usually takes 10 seconds if you want to do that. But how far do you go back for the glove pass? Well, if there's a glove pass at center ice, right. and then they scored 46 seconds later. I was talking with an NHL official right after the Blues-Shark uh, thing Just to get clarification, because if the puck went off Bowmeester, it's still considered a hand pass. I thought it might have negated it, but obviously they need possession first. So I wanted to clarify that. And he was like, man, how far are we going to go back if we do a hand pass replay? And that's why my contention is allow hand passes. There's no strategic or tactical advantage to a hand pass. It's a reflexive bat the puck out of midair. It's never the smartest thing to do. The best way to pass the puck is always tape to tape. Glove thing, it, 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 you're not, it, you wouldn't do that if you had a choice. The puck's up by your face or chest, so you knock it down or you push it to somebody. So what if it's a pass? Just allow hand passes, because, again, it's, it's not going to change the game at all. You're not going to see amazing hand passes, glo- uh, <laughs> mitt-to-tape mitt hand pass. Wow, he's the best mitt-to-tape you know, passer in the league. So just allow them. The fewer the rules is always the better in uh, in sports, in my mind.
0: Last night, Bruce Cassidy said after the game, he told his team they will be off for at least a week. It could be 10, 11, even 12 days. Does that hurt the Bruins, do you think?
1: Yeah, it, it's definitely a negative. If the Sharks can win this thing in five, the finals will start next Saturday. If it goes to seven, they'll start on Memorial Day. You know, the, the Saturday Memorial Day night game, that's a good, that's a good rating game one, too. Uh, but if it goes seven, they're going to start Memorial Day night, which is still a good – that's a good night for hockey. People are doing stuff all day, and they, 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 they settle in night and watch a great hockey game. Um, so, yeah, the Bruins, I think, would, although the Sharks are the better team than St. Louis, but if the Sharks do win in five, then they'll start on Saturday, I'm sure and uh, otherwise it's monday memorial day so yeah that's what 11 days i think um from the end of the game last night that's not good um so but we'll see i think this team has such a is, is on such a run there's a pretty good chance they'll they'll uh they'll stay where they are but again it, it will too could be as fresh 11 days later that, that, Yeah, that's the great mystery they'll be healthy they'll be energized but will they be will they be flat but, but i like that they're starting at home i think it's right. better. That you started home after a long break because the crowd get that first awesome wag that, that, that flag waver. I don't know who they're going to bring out big, big poppy, bring out. that's Bra- us got Brady mm-hmm. to wave that flag. That would take away all the flatness. Or Belichick, <laughs> that would. they got to go. Yeah. They got to go for Belichick or Brady for game one.
2: Absolutely, they definitely. Do. I'm, I'm sure Brady. they've invited those guys. I don't know what what yeah, the deal is. But there. they
1: need they got to do it for the city because they, yes. have, they have to explain to that we're going to be flat. We've had 11 days <laughs> off. That's right, Tom. Please. And bring Giselle. Tom and Giselle. Give them both a flag. Yes, pass I like it. Give each, give each kid a mini flag. Yes. So here come the Brady's.
2: Oh, yeah. Then they'll, the, be com-
1: they'll, be, they'll be completely safe in that group of Charleston and Southie people, right, right in the <laughs> yes. middle
2: of that. Oh, they would be fine. Leave them alone. They'll sure, be just fine. Yeah. yeah, they'll allow that. <laughs> no problem. Uh, you can maybe uh, help settle a debate, although it's been a bit one-sided anyway, between Dale and Jermaine Wiggins when he was in, and that is uh, the, the level of play of one Zadano Chara. Obviously, he's not winning any more Norris trophies, but how good do you think he still is?
1: Yeah, at times he looks like one of those tall – Orange cones you see on the Mass Pike that I ran over once four years ago and it punctured my oil thing in my car and I didn't have it for a month and a half. So he does, he does. Yeah, that's a tough, that's a tough thing at two a.m. Yeah, suddenly the left lane is closed and those, again, they're like five feet tall. Those tall skinny cones. Oh yeah. So he does, he does look like that sometimes. Mm -hmm. But I thought Game Three he looked really good. You cannot oversell. Peter Chiarelli's done a lot of bad moves in his GM career, but identifying Zdeno Chara. As a guy you bring into an organization, not just for his play, but for his physical fitness dedication, like a Tom Brady, for his demeanor, which is calm but violent on the ice. That's the best for a hockey player. To be Bobby Orr nice off and Bobby Orr, I will punch you in the mouth, mad on hockey. That's, the, that's who you want on, as a hockey player. And to identify him as the lightning rod, it took the pressure off Bergeron. He became the guy for a while. Now it's passed over to Bergeron. And uh, it, it just that was an amazing sign that set the organization up for the three, three Stanley Cup finals that they're in. They would make it. They would have made it this year, I think, without him. He's not that important, but I still think he's a very important guy. He's dad. He's the adult in the room at all times, and it, it helps that he's there. I don't know if he needs to play against the Sharks necessarily. I don't think that would change the odds if they announce a season-ending injury, which I don't think he has. But, uh, but I still like him as a, as a guy who makes the team
0: better. Who do you like in the final, whether it's San Jose or St. Louis?
1: The, Bru- the, Bruins will be big fa- the Bruins are going to be big favorites either way. They'll be the prohibitive favorite against either team. Bigger favorites against St. Louis than they would be San Jose. San Jose is playing their best hockey. They have peaked at the right time. They are playing for Joe Thornton. He looked unbelievable in game three. He was their best player in the first half, his first multi-goal game in his Stanley Cup playoff career. Uh, I can't believe how good he looks for turning 40 in July. Uh, their defense, Vlasic, Burns, and Carlson at their peak, um, you know, they're probably there's a the better defensive core than the Bruins. So it really comes down to the goalies. Tuca has to be confident against either goalie he goes against, the rookie or Martin Jones, who's been good overall, um, But I I think that the Bruins will be a favorite, and I think you have to, if you had to bet a paycheck on one of the three teams left, you'd have to bet it on the Bruins.
0: We always appreciate the time, Bucci. We'll talk again before we're done. Love it, guys. Thank you. See you, pal. Peace. Peace. John Grass, ESPN, joining us.